Brought to you by Hams. It is the Nico and Chris Bears post-game wrap-up podcast show featuring Nico and Chris. I'm Nico. And I'm Chris, and I wish this show was brought to you by Hams, but I'll tell you who Hams is. The Chicago Bears trouncing the Atlanta Falcons by a score of 37-17. Nico, what is- <laughs> It's confirmed today the Bears will have the number one pick from the Carolina Panthers, who lost today, shockingly. Shockingly, 26 to nothing. The the 2 and 14 Panthers. (laughs) The 2 and 15 Panthers, because this is game 7, this is game 16. So, no, you're 2 and 14. My math good as hell. Week 7, yeah, sorry. My mathematicals. No, my math don't be math, and I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, We got the number one pick again. That puts the Bears up to 7 and 9, 7 wins this season. Two, count them two. Two number one picks in a row. And this one, we didn't even have to lose all the games. Yeah, they, they ain't even going to do nothing for it. Right. Carolina did all the work. The Bears are still in the hunt, by the way. Somehow, some way. Somehow. That is fucking wild. The, the NFC is so bad right now. The Seahawks. Have, that the, the Bears can finish 8-9 and nine with, like, seven other teams losing. If the Seahawks win, I think the, the, it kicks the Bears out. But if they lose, the Bears stay in. With next week's game against the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau, um, and yeah, let's just uh, NNC Bears cast follow and listen to the show on anywhere you talk, uh, anywhere you find podcasts. Not, not where you talk, we're not listening to you talking, but anywhere where you're interested no, in Seattle, us talking. Seattle did just score, not to cut you off. It's going to be fourteen ten Pittsburgh. That's fine. Or, um, Seattle, sorry, they're playing Pittsburgh. Anywhere yeah, you can find Nico that and Chris is at sign. And A N D C Bears Cast. Yep. That that's that's all you need to know. Mostly on Instagram because X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, is dying. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to use that shit no more. Anywhere you find podcasts, that's where you'll find us, Nico and Chris. Just search Nico and Chris. If you say you can't find it, you lying. Th- that should be your slogan. You tell people. Just search Nico and Chris. That that's that should be that should be a bumper sticker. We should do that. We should get shirts made. Yeah, just search Nico, and then people search and they go, "What is this?" But like ten of them, <laughs> just for us and the homies. Like, where'd you get that shirt, dude? Like, yeah, hey, 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 you know, you got to search Nico and Chris. That's yeah, what, you know. So you want the shirt? Speak up. Thirty-seven and seventeen to seventeen is the final against the Falcons. Um, there were some plays that the Bears shouldn't have done well, but besides that, the positives did outweigh the negatives. And to get a 20, 20 point win against a team who is a little more talented than the Cardinals were last week is a nice thing. It's nice who to see- beat the Philadelphia Eagles. By the way, they beat, beat a playoff beat bound team. Yep, a, a team that could still win their division. The, the Cardinals are talented when they want to be, and the Bears trounced them last week. Yeah, and I mean, but this week they did, you know. But there was there were similar things in this week's game and last week's game. One, the offense came out hot, played hot in the first half, but then when the second half started, there was a stall. A bunch of hot dudes, a bunch of hotties coming out hot, looking hot, smelling hot. If this is the last game in Chicago for Justin Fields. He basically gave you everything you wanted. Threw for 300 yards. I think this is his first 300-yard game as a thrower. Um, it better fucking not be his last game in Chicago. Time will Let tell. Let me tell you why. The rumors are they're keeping Eberflus. The rumors. The, the rumors. rumors. If you haven't read this and choked up on your vomit just yet, get my beer close to me for it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, supposedly the, the rumors right now are that Matt Eberflus will retain his job at the Bear, as the Bears' head coach. 
uh, after the season. So that means a third year of Eberflus, possibly. Um, I don't know if that means more flus. More flus. That's my my Ryan Paul's impression. He's he's like, he's Gollum in this one. More flus. Bring us more flus. But sir, where, where's what, my flus? But sir, he's not winning enough games. More, I said. Eberflus <laughs> uh, <laughs> keeps his job, but you know, and. And then everything else is pretty much up. Well, we'll find out more next week after the end of the... Uh, usually, week the final week in the NFL is the week where all the news is known. Usually, you find out even before kickoff on Sundays who's being let go, who's not coming, you know, who's not being retained, that kind of stuff. Yeah, all them shits. All them shits. All the... Yeah. Some teams, some teams wait until Monday morning, Black Monday as it's known. But as of right now, the rumor is... That We're going to call it the Monday Riz. The Monday Riz. <laughs> right now, Matt Eberflus is supposedly keeping his job. If you go back a couple years ago, before Ryan Poles was hired, before Matt Eberflus was hired, the rumor was is that Matt Nagy was fired and that Ryan Pace was not only keeping his job with the Bears, but was also getting a promotion. So, right Which now, happened. So, yeah, I think he got promoted at Arby's is what happened. Because <laughs> that's He wishes. That's the only beef Ryan Poles can lay down. He didn't have no game. You call that game, anyways. Metaphor, and you went over there, <laughs> fool. <laughs> uh, I I had a lot of fun watching this game. I think this I is probably their most the defense complete, in particular. The it's... most complete game. Oh, I found out what it was. I had to look it up online. I don't know if you guys noticed at the end of the games when the defense uh, when the game is over and put away, the defense does this thing to Jaquan Brisker where he puts his arms out and flaps his hands almost like a. a uh, flapping of the wings. That's exactly what it is. It's for. It was originally started at Penn State in the cornerbacks room, the cornerback safeties room, because it's the no fly zone. It's where they would put their arms up and say, "Hey guys, quiet down on the sexual assault allegations." <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, "No, Jerry Sandusky, please yeah, leave this place." Ah, uh, yes, but defense had what? Ixnay on the Andusky say. <laughs> Bears had what four interceptions today? It's another four. Two by Tyreek Stevenson. Yeah, he was. Oh, he was on. He's top so cool. Today. Yeah, two by Stevenson, one by Dexter, one by no, one by Gordon, one by Brisker. Those are all three draft picks by Ryan Poles that that got into the game. Javon Dexter, gonna, Kyler Gordon, and Jaquan Brisker are two of my favorite players this season. They're, they're awesome, man. Kyler Gordon has really come around as the nickel as the as the. Uh, the Nickelback, who mm-hmm. he's been so yeah. good. Um, you never hear his name because he's always covering somebody. Or even on Blitz, he's so fast, and then the backflip today. Like, he's been playing the whole game. It wasn't like the first play of the game. Right. He'd been playing the whole game, been beating up, running into people, running around, and he still had enough energy to throw that backflip down. Whew. I can't do that. I never yeah, could. Kyler, if you're listening, come on the show and talk about the backflip. Bless up. Please. Come to the show. God, but, we... We could heart you. you. Could you wear our shirt that says "Just Search Nico and Chris"? <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you one. Yeah, we'll get you one. <laughs> and then you can sell bootlegs for seventy five dollars. I don't care. I'm just gonna do it with like magic marker, or, like you know, and then but like run out of room and just try to like bunch all the letters <laughs> together. So it's gonna actually go "Just Search Nico" and then like it just it just spells and Chris, but going down the <laughs> shirt. <laughs> Instead of like just going down like a what would be like a line a spot yeah um, like a huge J U S and then realizing you're out of room, room. And getting smaller and smaller 
<laughs> no scale at all. Just, yeah. uh, it's, it reminds me of this truck that's in this parking lot that I see every now and then when I'm working, and it says for sale, but the guy wrote in the grease marker, and he wrote uh, he wrote for Sala, S-A-L-A, and he put an X out and just put the E at the end. So the A is still there. <laughs> just He thought putting the X out, that would change everything. Um, and I, it did. He sold that truck. Yes, he did. Actually, that truck got drafted to Vietnam and died. <laughs> um, yes, really fun game, really good game. The defense kicked ass. Javon Dexter had a couple good plays, another draft pick. A lot of the young guys are really showing up. Khalil Herbert, man. God, he two straight should have had two touchdowns. Should have. Had one, got one. Could have had three, actually, to be honest. He broke off some great runs. He had his career best in rushing last week, and then he broke it this week. And that's where I think the, the, the biggest problem this year with this offense has been is that they only started balancing everything the last few the last month or two. Right. Where you see Justin have a bunch of throws and the running game have a bunch of runs. And that's how it should have been from the get-go. We all knew what Justin's limitations were to start the season. We all knew the plays he could make, but the plays he couldn't make, Right. But at no point was this offense complimentary enough until when it didn't matter. And now the season's over. It's the only bittersweet thing about this victory is that the season's over and we could have had this in September. If if the offensive coordinator just didn't get in his own way and thought too hard. I don't think we could have those fans because I not to speak like to this being destiny or anything no, like that, but destiny. this season played out the way it was going to play out. Right, but I am absolutely shocked that they're at seven wins right now. I know. I thought five was going to be the tops after the way at, going zero and four, especially the way they lost the Broncos game, being up twenty eight to twenty one or twenty eight to nothing or twenty. They they brought up the stat today that they hold a, it, it's a tie for the record. Bengals just scored. Chiefs looking like shit. Most losses with a 10-plus point lead in the fourth quarter. This season. Yes. Yeah. And they, they I think they, I think it's like the four. They're, they're they tied three. for the record. Yeah, three. I think it's either three or four. It's three. Okay. One's too many. One's to too quote many. C. Yeah. Montgomery Burns. <laughs> it's a good quote. Um, which is why I don't understand why you're keeping Matt Eberflus. I don't really get it. If you're only... If the rumors are to be believed. If, yeah, if the rumors are to be believed. Yeah, we got to keep saying that. We just got to keep... They're just rumors right now. If they're allegedly. We'll, we'll keep saying I know allegedly. Ian Rappaport said that it was possible, but I'm going to still wait until after the season's Man, finished. he's got the same last name as Michael Rappaport. That guy sucks. So It's actually... Actually, I might have read the wrong Twitter. It might be Michael Rappaport's <laughs> Twitter. Yo, I hear they're keeping this fucking Justin Fields guy around. They're keeping Matt fucking Eberflus. Can you fucking believe this? Fuck Palestine. Oh, fuck. Hey. Go, give me an eggplant palm. That's what people (laughs) eat around here. Fuckity fuck, fuck, fuck. I also like to say the N-word because I'm into (laughs) hip-hop. It's okay because I hung out with Chris Rock a couple of times. (laughs) I was in a movie with Will Smith once. And he was also in, wasn't he in that movie with Omar Epps? Where he's the kid that starts... He was Remy. That was higher learning. Higher learning. That was it. Yeah, he's... He shot that girl for being black. Yeah, the man. Then the cops helped him. I'm still doing the rap report thing. That movie sucked. <laughs> I never seen it. 
Higher Learning? I know the I know you, the you, reference. You've seen the joke, joke in Don't Be a Menace. Yes, that's, you don't have to watch Higher yeah, Learning. I know the reference in Don't Be a Menace. Just like at, in the beginning. <gasps> the man. <laughs> yeah, the, the white guy with the gloves on who gives himself the fist pump yes. after he shoots the black guy in the back. That's Higher Learning. Turns out Michael Rappaport was just method acting. <laughs> he wasn't acting. They were just pointing the camera at him while he was <laughs> acting like a piece of shit. They're like, hey, what's Michael doing up there? He's just shooting at random people. He's just shooting at the random. He's just shooting at random black people. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's get let's get let's go get on too much of a tangent. Just search Nico Chris. His his turn into white supremacy comes when he is upset that a guy didn't high five him after he raped a girl. Wow, his turn of his turn of racism was so quick. I never noticed. <laughs> bro, you just got laid, bro. He puts he puts the hands up. And then he doesn't get the high five. He's like, I'm going to be a white supremacist now. And that's the plot of the movie. It's that's not very high, good. Hey, that's 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 higher learning. That's, now that's what I call higher learning. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, back to the game. We would rather watch the first Harold and Kumar where Malin Ackerman gets naked. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. That's a I, direct quote from this show right here. Harold yeah. and Kumar, way better than higher learning. Hey, Harold and Kumar. Bring Mylon Ackerman on the show. You, you guys can wait. We'll, we'll, I'll interview her for a while, and we'll see where yeah, it Yeah, we, we can chat. Yeah. Hey, Mylon, just search uh, Nico Chris. Yeah, Mylon Ackerman, if you play your cards right, you can take us to dinner. <laughs> Back to the game. <laughs> um, the fact that they are a seven-win team with the fourth quarter losses, mm-hmm. with the beat, the horrible, the horrible start to the season. Watch that Packers game again. Watch the Tampa Bay game again. You would have never guessed this team won seven games. There's marked improvement. It is surprising. The Montez Sweat move, huge. That was probably the biggest move that they could have made. And And I I give Ryan Poles credit. He's got to be a galvanizing force in that locker room because this team turned around in a flash. Well, what what helps that defense is something we've talked about a million times, and something that I complain about. What is a good-looking man Montez Sweat is, right? He is very uh, handsome. Montez, if so you're tall. listening, just mm. you know he ran a four. You, you cannot see how hard we're biting our knuckles right now. He um, ran a four four nine forty at the the NFL Combine. Really? And the only reason he was a later round pick was because there was a bad uh, a story. He got misdiagnosed with a heart condition. Like, yeah, your heart's all messed up. And they're like, oh, no, wait, wrong wrong Montez Sweat. The draft is so The weird. wrong Montez, like, oh, wrong guy. And so he dropped, like, a second rounder or something. But now he's the Bears, so that's fine. Since he has come on the team, yeah, he has kind of, he, a lot of guys are eating better because of that. The Obviously, the secondary is doing great numbers because of Montez Sweat. Because you create, when you, once you start to create pressure with this defense, and this defense is predicated on the front four getting pressure, then you can let everybody do what they have to do. It's basically a good man concept defense. As long as you have guys that can cover, yeah, everyone's going to do well. Um, Actually, I take it back. I don't think it was Brisker that had an interception. I think it was TJ Edwards who had an interception. I think that's what it was. You are correct. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, but Brisker should have had one. Yeah. Because why not? Next week you can have all of them. Against Jordan Love and the Packers. Against the Green Bay fuckers. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be an interesting game because if the Bears, let's say, let's say do survive this week and are in the playoff hunt come next week, every game is flexible. Um, I think it's funny where the Bears and the Packers have both started and now have found their seasons. 
You know they you know they suspended Jair Alexander for this week's game, right? For what? I guess he said some stuff no about idea. the team, yeah. And he just kind of blew it off as that, yeah, it's, you know, shit happens, like, you know. Right. And it was conduct de- detrimental to the team, but I, it was something he said. Um, and so they suspended him for today's game. Of course, they're going to suspend him for today's game, not the game against the Bears, you know, the one that's right. important. Um, the one where he will commit roughing the passer. Mark my words. Yeah, you know, let's get to that real quick. The, the no call on that one? After, yes. after a guy basically punched him? Again, and I think it's been like four Talking straight. about Justin Fields here. Justin there there Fields. was an extremely egregious no call. And while I say this might be the fourth straight week, it, it's been all season. But this is like the fourth straight week of where even Twitter, even the non-Justin Field fans go like, Whoa, why can't he get flags for this? And I want to say the very next drive, Heineke got a roughing the passer call. He begged. He, he looked. He and, sat on the ground, flapped his arms like a fucking baby. Gave it to him. Who a who is Tyler Heineke? B Justin Fields has gotten zero, and I mean zero, a goose egg. No roughing the passer calls in his favor all this season. None. He only got three last year, and, and it he, t- he got knocked the fuck out on a couple plays last year. Uh, this year too, that game against the game against the Browns where he threw the hail mary, he got shoved to the ground seconds after the ball was out of his hand. Not like. Not like when we talk about Akeem Hicks hitting somebody as he was already throwing the mm-hmm. ball. Like, no, the ball is out of Justin's hands. He's already landed back on his feet, and he gets shoved to the ground. Right, and that today, guy only today's got- penalty or no call penalty wasn't in motion. It was a guy swinging. It was open hand, but he was going to hit him in the head. Yeah, like, he knew he was going to get penalized for it, and he got away with it. And it was lo- pretty egregious. God fucking damn, Taylor. Goddamn. <laughs> Piece of shit, Swift. Is that Nelly? Maybe. I know Nelly's a Missouri guy, so I knew he was a St. Louis dude for a while because he was a Cardinals fan. I guess he wanted to play for the Cardinals, but he wasn't good at baseball. Yeah, so they like, had, hey, try his whole friend- uh, rapping click, the St. Lunatics. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, see? Uh, tip drill. Not, not yeah. for Taylor. <laughs> not for Taylor. Good. Well, maybe for Taylor. But it's the opposite. Yeah, it's... Uh, it, it, it's her face, not her ass. That's for sure. If you tried to swipe a credit card between her butt cheeks, the the magnetic strip wouldn't hit, and it wouldn't register. You can still see it totally. You'd have to put the chip in her vagina. It just <laughs> you you could easily get it from the back. You, you know, get it from the back. <laughs> uh Back to Justin Fields. Um, it reminds me of this quote, and I told Chris earlier of it. it um, Cam Newton said when he was a younger player, he would get egregiously hit on certain plays. And when he'd ask the ref, hey, where's the roughing the passer call? The ref said, you haven't earned it. And I think that's really that's bullshit. And, I, and the NFL, unfortunately... Doesn't have to answer to anybody for it because they're the ones that go, well, the rule's there, so, you know, it's up to the refs to throw the flag. It's pretty bad when over and over again everybody can continually point out that this kid is getting rocked by the opposing defense. The one, the the, the game that they beat the, the Lions, Anzalone slides and then Anzalone comes right over him and throws the knee into him. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck is that? He's already on the ground. He's giving himself up. Well, he's just a hard-hitting NFL football player trying to do his best. That's different. He's a piece of shit. 
He can hard hit all he wants. Do it when it's legal, you jerk. That's why your name's Anal Zone. Yeah, I'm, I'm really not sure how to bring this up without saying most NFL fans are racist, but a lot of NFL fans are racist. <laughs> uh, when they talk about Fields not having a football mind, just say it. Just, yeah. You don't think he's smart because he's black. Right, exactly. It's <laughs> it's the Bill Burr joke. All Lamar Jackson can do is run. Come on. Right. Oh, my God, dude. They whooped that. One of the best quarterback, quarterbacks in the National Football League. That's a quarter fact. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. That's not a quarter fact. That's a one dollar fact. That's a hundred percent. He's yeah. He's been. It's just it's just a shame that this is the wasted potential we see in Justin Fields because we see it. it. It's there. The fans see it at the. I was at the game last week, and like I said, in the nobody booed Justin when he got introduced, and the way the the media. It's gonna sound like Alex Jones. The way the media portrays it is there's a lot of and don't it's get me wrong, goddamn gay frogs. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. If you go to the subreddits, if you go to Twitter, there's a lot of people who do not like Justin Fields who are Bears fans. There's a lot of people who call on a radio station and go, I've never seen anybody play this bad before in my life. I'm t- I'm sorry. Like, he's got something. If we'd have gotten this performance at the beginning of the year, if we've gotten if we had gotten it the way the playing uh the, the way the play calls had gone, and don't get me wrong, Getsy still made some bad play calls today. Oh, There's yeah. that second the, with two minutes left to go. They're gonna run a pass play. Just run the fucking ball. Run it to the two minute warning. Right. That Justin fumbled. It's like, why are we doing this? Run the ball. There's no. You don't need to score anymore. You're already up twenty. Again, bad snaps from the center. Again, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of work that this team still needs done. Here's the thing. We've we've asked this question just about every week to each other. With one game to go, regardless of regardless of performance next week, whether they win or lose, or whether Justin Fields is good or horrible next week, do you want Justin Fields back on this team? Yes. Okay. Unequivocally, yes. Okay. I want Justin Fields back, and I want Eberflus gone. Yeah, I, I don't know if you're going to get both. <laughs> it's it's going to be a one or the other situation. I feel like I'm going to get what I just said, but in reverse. You're gonna get Eberflus and no fields, right? Yes, that's and I, I mean, I'm horrified of that. I do yeah, not, no, it's I, a scary proposition. Scary proposition. I I wonder if Getzi will be let go. Um, obviously, they need a new defensive coordinator too. That's my worry: is that are you gonna trust this guy to hire a defensive coordinator? Because you know, if you hire the defensive coordinator and the offensive coordinator, then he's got to feel a little bit concerned for his job. Because right away you're hiring his possible replacements. If he right. hires them, look who he hired. I mean, look, Williams, I didn't work out. Turns out he's a weirdo or something. I still wonder what that uh, we now was. Was that week two or week three? They let him go under week, it was before week two. It was before. Did not week. replace him. No, Eberflus became the defensive coordinator. So he was, if I remember correctly, it was after the Packers game. It was right before the Tampa Bay game. Allen Williams was not going to travel with the team to Tampa. Then when they came back from Tampa, that week of interviews, that's when they, they that's when Allen Williams resigned. And I've heard a bunch of rumors. It's basically just some inappropriate stuff, some sexual stuff that he shouldn't have, that he definitely shouldn't have been doing or been engaged in. Um, 
Obviously, six. And then there was another training coach who also... The running backs coach. Yes. Also let go for stuff of that nature. Um, you know, obviously, Getsy isn't having sex. So yeah. that's probably why he's keeping his job for now. Uh, I'm you till the rest the end of the season. If they do let go of Getsy and keep Eberflus, then it means they're going to keep Justin Fields. That's what my guessing is. I wonder what they're going to look for in an offensive coordinator. I obviously would want someone who's had a little bit more experience calling the plays. But also you want someone that knows they, they can unleash the kid's talent. Because look at look at the stuff between him and DJ Moore today. Look at DJ Moore, man. Nine catches, today. 160 yards, I think, two touchdowns. or one, Was it one touchdown or two? It was at least one. One touchdown. One. And, I mean, some of those catches he made in the first half. Oh. Like, the cradle ones are just, like, it just, like, bloop right into his hands. He is the, so the amazing. Over the stuff. He is so, oh, God. He is so amazing to watch. It, it is a pleasure to watch DJ Moore. And, you know, and then when him and Fields, like, just hook up, it's so good. It, it's like, it's kismet almost. You know yes. what I mean? And that's what you don't want to lose getting rid of Justin Fields. Um, someone on Twitter brought up after the game that if you trade Justin Fields, you might as well trade DJ Moore with him because right now they've got a connection that's just incredible. And that's the thing, too. It's like that's what bothered me about the second half is like, you know, they're hitting on all these cylinders and the second half starts and either the Falcons took something away from them or the Bears just went away from something. And that's been a problem with the Bears all season, too. I mean, how many games were there halves where D.J. Moore wasn't even targeted? You don't right. target D.J. Moore in one half of football? Your ass should have been fired before the game ends. That's my problem with Getze and yeah. with Eberflus as, you know, the one-two of this organization is that they go soft when they have a two-digit lead in the fourth quarter. Right. No, and I, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's. I know I've never brought that up on the show. Controversial take. But... <laughs> I mean, go for the fucking throat. Put your maybe you have, and put if you the have, boot on the throat, yes, I agree. suffocate them. I agree. Finish. At, put the nail in the coffin. Look at look at Baltimore. Get, get yeah, exactly fifty nine to thirteen. Fifty six nineteen. Fifty nine to thirteen. That's right. That's uh, like sixty seven to four. That's right. Just a four. But put the nail in the coffin, like you're saying. Yeah, I just mean, beat them. Finish just the fucking game. Beat them. That's all you have to do. So, and that, right that was a big problem in the Lovey Smith era, and I think that's why the Bears lost that Super Bowl in two thousand seven. Well, Lovey was stubborn. one of the best halftime shows of all time. Prince Lovey was pretty stubborn and didn't like changing. And you know, there's supposedly I've never seen the clip because I refuse to watch anything from that Super Bowl. I'm sorry, it's just too much hurt. Um, it stinks. There's supposedly film of. Brian Urlacher pointing to Lovey Smith, pointing to the sidelines with his arms outstretched like, this isn't working right now. We need to change what we're doing. But Lovey Smith was always a stubborn coach, and as you can see, that's why his ass doesn't have a job right now. Right. Um, I don't understand why Bears fans want Lovey Smith back as a defensive coordinator. That's really weird. We all, all the complaints that everybody made, remember when he got fired, it wasn't like it was just the Bears sitting there going like, well, you're not doing enough. There were there was a good contingency of Bears fans who also felt the same way, who felt that you can't go to three playoff series in eight years. You have to do more. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of conservative 
play calling, a lot of safe play calling that cost the Bears wins or to take over or, like you said, to put their foot on the throat. And Lovey always deferred to his defense winning him or saving him, saving them from losses or to get, or like we've complained about Eberflus before, not losing embarrassingly. Right. And it's not like when they fired Lovey Smith, it's like, well, you're done. No, there's fans clamoring for him to be let go as well. Thinking that it would also help Jay Cutler, which it didn't. Thinking that it would also help the team in the in the long run, it didn't because a that team had a lot more issues towards the end of Lovey's tenure than they thought they did. They didn't draft well on defense for years. <laughs> so they had no but no credible backups, nobody to take over. Um, the offense itself was decent enough, but it turns out that it wasn't as good as it should have been. You know, but that defense not being, not having any good young talent to come up. I mean, that just it just fell apart. In a heartbeat. And look at the defense now. Look at how they've rebuilt the defense in two years. Now, granted, a 4-3 scheme is a little bit easier to, to draft for than it is a 3-4 because of body types and all that. Right, right. Um, but, I mean, they've what a turnaround in two seasons. Iberflu's calling plays, they have been more aggressive. I know the knock on Allen Williams is always his, his style of calling and was pretty simple stuff. And teams would just eat that alive. So, go play good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just stop them here. Yeah. So, there's a lot of reasons why you should like the, coach. The, the call is it's third down, boys. Like, like. <laughs> yeah. I'm just really happy the Bears won today. Uh, it was now a, that it was an amazing game. We had a ton of fun watching this. Now that they have secured the number one pick, thank you to Carolina for losing. I don't care if they win the next game because it doesn't matter. It doesn't hurt them. Because the number one pick is so valuable right now. I mean, I care because it's fun. Well, I want them to win. No, I, I get want that. them to beat the pack and go 1-1, one one, split yeah. the series for a change. It'd be nice to actually win. It's been 2-0 and oh for so long. I forgot what it's like to beat the Packers. It has been. Aside from that clip that you sent me of them winning on Thanksgiving in 2015. 15. And the next Bears win against the Packers was 2018. And that was the last time the Bears beat the Packers. It's been that many seasons. That was the game where the Packers announcer said, the arrogance of Matt Nagy. And we heard that. We're like, F you, dude. We were really drunk that game. That was the game they won the division. I was yeah, a, lot, a lot of lip smacking we were on that episode. so drunk that game. And that's okay. Yeah. You it know? was like, yeah, yeah. As we are, we're the Bears. Yeah, it's uh Whew, you know, rough. Packers fans, if you want to get more drunk than us, challenge. Ch- Bet, motherfucker. Challenge. I'll, I'll call off for next Monday. <laughs> Y'all don't got what it take. Um, yeah, that, that, I'm happy. You don't have the get. Green Bay fans. I'm happy that the Bears won today. I'm, I'll be happy if they win next week. I'm happy for the number one pick. Now, here's where. Everything just starts to pile out. Here's where every question is going to come out now. We're going to spend the next, unless the Bears make the playoffs, it'll just hold it off for a little bit longer. But starting next week, after next week's game, we've got five months of, well, what are the Bears going to do with the number one pick? Now, luckily, Ryan Poles was quick to trade the pick. He didn't waste any time. And he got a hell of a haul. Remember, they didn't even want to trade the Bears' DJ Moore. That's who he was holding out for was DJ Moore. Right. 
They were going to give the Bears yet another first round, another the first round pick for the number one pick so they can get uh, Bright, uh, yeah, Bryce Young. <laughs> so think about it like this: you could have Which, not. I mean, had, that worked out pretty well. Yeah, you could have not had DJ Moore, but had an extra first rounder. But I mean, right now, look at the pick. Look at how that played out. The Bears turned that pick into DJ Moore, Darnell Wright. I think Javon Dexter and I believe Tariq Stevenson all came from those picks. Plus, they have another pick next year coming from the Panthers. It's a fifth rounder. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's a second rounder. So it's a hell of a haul. Plus, what he's going to get this upcoming offseason. Because look, unless Caleb Williams and Drake may have the worst combines of all time, right now they're the top two QBs. That everybody wants. It's, I'm Plus, hard no to Caleb Williams. Right. I mean, that's fine. Bears fans, but hear me out. Fuck that guy. <laughs> but right now, those guys are the ones that people... And then there's Jaden uh, uh, Daniels, who's the LSU quarterback. A lot of people like him, uh, especially because he won the Heisman. If anybody wants that number one pick, they have to call the us now. The, the Bears are the ones that get the phone call. Ryan Poles goes... I want- Fields. I right. want them to draft whoever the top WR one is coming out of. I love. I don't watch college football because college yeah. football sucks. I've watched but some clips. Whoever of, the top wideout prospect is, get him. It's Marvin Harrison Jr. There you go. There's Great. another one that everyone says is just as good as Marvin Harrison Jr. So my other pick would either be get a left tackle to get rid of Braxton Jones, solidify the left tackle position if there's one available. Or find a center. You so need- somebody else can get a holding call every play? <laughs> you need a center, too, because Lucas Patrick sucks. And I think Cody Whitehair's done. He's not going to be playing for the Bears much anytime soon. I like. I really like this kid out of Georgia. His name's Brock. Patrick's fine. He got that weird phantom call today. I would rather not have his fault. But- I would rather have another a different person at center. I like Brock Bowers from, from Georgia. He's a tight end. You imagine? Y'all know Nico lives in tight ends. Ow. Like to get it from the back. <laughs> so I was thinking. <laughs> but imagine the way Cole Komet's been playing these last two seasons. And then you have Brock. If you, if you have time, watch a Brock Bowers highlight. Because holy shit. I mean, you got to figure Mercedes Lewis and Robert Tunney are going to hang it up pretty soon, right? So, you're but gonna if be you watch, if you options at depth for that position, if you watch Brock Bowers, and now all you can think of is him and Cole Komet on the same fucking line. Who are you going to? Who are you going to? Um, who are you going to guard in the middle? Who can you guard? Because Komet catches everything, Bowers catches everything, and has great speed after the catch. Now it's college speed, so I don't know how that'll translate to the NFL. But if you watch his catch and go, oh my god, can you imagine? It would be like when the it would be like when the Patriots had Gronk and Aaron Hernandez at the same time. Like, I'm drooling. A killer them. combination. They went to a Super Bowl with those two guys, even though they lost. They still went to the damn Super Bowl. <laughs> they had that Super Bowl locked up. He was innocent until going against Aaron Hernandez was suicide. Innocent until proven guilty. And he was proven guilty. And he definitely was proven guilty. I'm just saying, like, think of that tight end combination on 
You have two of those guys. And Who Gronk be? definitely had CTE before he started playing football. So when he was born, he. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you have DJ Moore, and maybe you draft another wide receiver, like get someone better than Tyler Scott. Tyler Scott, man, he's a rookie. I know, but that's but two big drop today. That's two touchdown passes you've dropped in the last month. Yeah, yeah, you know, you better still be on me, getting me push-ups right now. Yeah, he's a very Valus Jones Jr. esque in that position. <sighs> I know. Look, let's celebrate the. Why does this team still have Valus Jones Jr.? I know, I know. <laughs> well, I mean, that was you give Tyler Scott another year because why not? Yeah. You know, like if uh, if Mooney decides to go elsewhere, and Darnell Mooney, we love you. We he really free, appreciate you. He is a free agent. Yeah. He's a free agent. But if you end up somewhere else and you have success, more power to you. If Tyler Scott moves into that role. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. But let's go. Let's just talk the positives. Justin Fields played pretty well. DJ Moore has been amazing pretty much all season. I mean, it's just not. Khalil Herbert breaks his single game rushing record two weeks in a row. Um, Roshan Johnson had that touchdown early in the game. I like Roshan Johnson. I don't know if he's got the speed. But he doesn't give up. And in no. Chicago, that means something. <laughs> right. Um, Tunyon had a nice catch uh, early in the game. The defense was really good. Montez Sweat, I mean, he had he, he didn't have any sacks, but the guys who did, I think, um, who is it? Who got the one? I know Javon Dexter got two or was a part of two. Was it Demarcus Walker who got another one? Yes. I think he might have got one. He got a piece. The secondary was great, um, except for those couple plays, like that Tyler Algiers running play. Like, how the hell did they not touch him? Um, Desmond Ritter was kind of running all over the place on him. Or no, Taylor Heineke. They put Desmond Ritter later in the game. There's a few things. Look, it's not always going to be a perfect game. That's just, But a lot of good positives, going, especially going into next week's game. I wonder how the Bears, if the Bears have a real chip on their shoulder going into Green Bay next week. I really do. I hope it's better than the beginning of the season. I hope we see a more prepared team, a better team, a team willing to I even if they win, even if they lose by a point, I want them to beat the shit out of the Packers next week. I think that's fair. I want it to be a fucking like Willem Dafoe and, right. and Boondock Saints when he, It was a firefight. I want that to be the game. I want to see four sacks. Oh god, that'd be sick. Jordan Love has not been playing awesome, that's for sure. He had a couple good games, and they're like, oh, here comes the thing. And then, <laughs> it just, he had like two good games. Everyone's right, like, they, they were talking about him being the truth. They were talking about him being the future, and now look. Not, yeah. Like he said, I want next week's game. I want, I want, I want fucking teeth. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I really, really. I want my Packers scalps. Yeah, exactly. There we go. A glorious passage reference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love for that to be the way the game goes out. If they just whoop the shit out of them and win, that would make the that I would be so happy. I'd be I'd I'd have a smile for like a you know for miles. And then they then they're like, oh, we're keeping Matt Eberflus. Like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's I mean, right now this might be the future we live. So. Well, that's a, I mean, if they keep Eberflus. Let's say hypothetically they win next Sunday, finish the season eight and nine. What if it's nine eight nine and eight the season after that? 
What if it's ten and seven the season after that? But it, to me, it hinges on keeping the core of Fields and Moore and keeping this defense intact. Oh, no, that's I think that's what it is. That's where the argument against drafting a quarterback comes up because the defense is finally no, coming together. If this together. team goes for the flash and drafts a quarterback, no, I'm checked out for the 2024 season. No, no, and that's that's where the argument comes against trading uh, comes for trading the pick because if you do get rid of Fields. What's your answer at quarterback? And if it is a draft pick, just remember you're sacrificing a year of this defense now. And what happens if you do that? Because lots of things can happen with the defense being on the field too long. Injuries can happen. Um, guys could get hurt in ways they've never been hurt before and may never come back. You know, there's a lot of factors you have to think in. It's not as easy as just saying, like, well, we're not keeping Justin. We're getting rid of him for, you know, for the draft pick or you know, we're trading for somebody else, which, I mean, good luck trading for a quarterback. It's not going to happen. So there's there's a lot of there's a lot of possibilities that Justin still stays as the quarterback because what's your answer? Unless you know the guy you draft can be a number one day starter with no problems, like Matt Ryan was a starter or Peyton Manning became a starter, you know, that kind of stuff. If you know he can be good from the get-go on the outset, okay, go for it. But you better be sure. You better be sure. This is your career. You know what I mean? A GM doesn't want to be fired after three years and never get a GM job again. You want to be in that job for 20, 25 years. I I hate that Caleb Williams. (laughs) I hate him so much. I hate his face. I hate his demeanor. I hate his attitude. I hate the fact that his dad is already saying he won't play for Chicago. Yeah, yeah. I I know T said something effective that his dad has like a LeVar ball quality too. I don't know much about Caleb Williams except he plays for USC. He's, He's got more of an Archie Manning thing. All I know about Caleb Williams is he plays for USC. And he's like, my son's going to play for a racist franchise. (laughs) And that his game has been compared to Justin Fields. (laughs) So I don't know what Bears fans want that don't like Justin Fields because if you draft Caleb Williams, you're probably almost, you're probably guaranteed to get the same player. Uh, Can I introduce a new segment to the show right now real quick? Sure. This is called uh, Chris Reader's Stay Home. Okay. You ready? Go, I'm waiting. Caleb Williams, stay home. That was Chris Reader's Stay Home. <laughs> Brought to you by Founders. Now featuring the grandfather, which is my uh, alter ego on the other podcast I do. It's his namesake. Sponsor the show. Founders, if you're listening, sponsor this show. Give us money. Just search for Nico and Chris. Um, <laughs> yeah, the... You could trade and get somebody. You could draft somebody like Drake May or whoever. You got to be sure that they're the right start, the right guy. I mean, that's it. It's very hard. I don't think that you shouldn't take risk. Obviously, you should take risk, especially in this kind of job. It's just, you know, when you have a defense that's working already, why push it back another year? Um, my argument against last year against Flus was, at first, I liked, I liked him. Um, there's things I don't like about him now. And I said, you know, five wins isn't going to cut it. Um, now he's on the verge of winning eight games. Maybe that's the reason why they want to keep him, because he did show, he did keep it together. He didn't lose the locker room. I will say this, a lot of the Bears beat reporters almost are disappointed in the fact that he didn't lose the locker room. 
And there is something to be said about this defense playing fucking out-of-control football right now under Matt Eberflus. Also, not have the team give up on the coach is very very difficult. That is really hard to have a team believe in a coach when the results aren't there. You know? You saw this team turn on Matt Nagy pretty fucking quick. And I think they also knew he was sabotaging players in the name of his own bullshit. Yeah. That he was so far, his head was so far up his own ass, he couldn't not let the team win unless it was about him. Maybe Matt Eberflus isn't that way. And maybe that's why the players respond well to him. You know, it's, know. it's funny you bring this up because it's, it's incredibly bizarre to have a team lose this many coaches in the locker room the way they have. The Tressman just completely lost it, control of that. Yeah, he's an idiot, yeah. I don't think Fox lost the locker room, but they all ha- kind of had an acceptance that they weren't going anywhere. No, yeah. And then can't. right after that, Nagy just lost complete control of the entire team. Yeah, because no. Now, because if they respect Eberflus and they're going to play for Eberflus, I'll deal with that. Yeah, and if if he goes back to Getsy, got to go. Yeah, I think Getsy does to have to go. be let go. But if it goes to hiring coordinators, letting them work, and him being the CEO coach like he originally intended on being, okay, then fine. We'll we'll let it go for another year or so. I well, I mean, there's nothing I can really do about it because I'm not in charge. I mean, I'll make some calls. <laughs> uh like, uh, Mr. Warren, this is Kevin Warren I'm talking to him. Oh, okay, for sure, Kevin Yeah, Warren, I yeah, talked to Nico, yeah. and, uh, and he said, gets he's got to go. Well, that's what he's Well, you don't understand. We're friends. We can't do that. He got to go. I'm holding the f- hand up. It's a, it's a phone gesture that I'm doing right now, talking to Kevin Warren. That was another new segment called Chris Calls Kevin Warren. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by... <laughs> Brought to you by Ameritech. That you remember a- Ameritech, everybody? <laughs> uh, brought to you by Uvu. <laughs> by White Hen Pantry. Uh, <laughs> did you guys get that down? Like, because you were living down in Monticello, right? The, there was a White Hen in Lake Station. There was. Okay, you guys got it around. And here. there was a White Hen in Crown Point. Yes, there was. There's there, there's still it's it's a bootleg gas station, but it's called the White Hen. Yes, yes. Over by the Speedway. Yeah, yeah. White Hen itself does not exist anymore. When I was a kid living in Hammond, White Hen was everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> especially in Hammond because White Hen was an Illinois company. But uh, yeah. remember, I was mostly between Lacrosse La and Lake Station. Lacrosse, that was it. That was it. Um, I just wanted joint custody, baby. Ooh, ooh. Well, yeah, divorced parents <laughs> didn't have that. Not me. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think right now the positives are the guys you want to see succeed are succeeding. Uh, the negatives are why do they keep floundering out of the second half and into the fourth quarter? But the Bears won. They won their seventh game. They're seven and nine. Still somehow in the playoffs. And they go to Green Bay next week to play the Packers for the finale. And Lamblow Field got your ass. What more else could you want right now? This is kind of like the perfect thing for the Bears fan. We're not, we, we might not be going to the playoffs, but this is kind of perfect. Like you're winning at the right time and you're playing a team that you fucking hate. Right. And you want if, if they can win, win next Sunday and keep this weird. Fun team momentum going into because I mean, the talk is around the league. 
this is one of the most fun teams to watch right now. Right. People like it. People like it. And the locker room is considered one of the best locker rooms in the in the in the uh, league. So, I mean, there's a lot of good things. You know, they're little good things, and maybe that's you know, maybe they're not these. You know, these big, huge good things. But they're these little good things that make the team look good right now. Also, can we? Can I say twice today? You can. Fields was wrapped up and almost taken down for a sec to only break away and make first downs with his legs. Yes. Fuck, is he incredible. God, why would you want to get rid of that guy? No and reason to. If you look at his numbers, look at his numbers this season, and look at Trevor Lawrence's numbers. Now, Trevor Lawrence has been hurt the past two games. If you look at Trevor Lawrence's numbers, but they've missed the same amount of time right now. They have almost identical passing statistics. Trevor Lawrence was considered the perfect quarterback coming out of that draft. And Fields was the second best quarterback coming out. And their numbers are almost the same, if not exact. Just saying, advantage Fields. Yeah, this is... uh... They were lighting cigars, by the way, and cracking <laughs> champagne in the locker room after today's game. No way. Yes, during the club dub segment, I was watching Tariq Stevenson's live feed. They're all sm- and and they were saying the N word a bit, which is fine. I'm okay with that. I, I had no say so in that. But that word being New Year's Eve, everybody. It was. I think that's what it was for. The champion was for New Year's Eve. Actually, that's a great point. I'm I like, said, "Hey, give me a high five, New Year's Eve. We about to celebrate." Yeah, Justin Fields got in the mix. Lighting, he, he was smoking a cigar. Uh, I, I changed my mind. Caught him. <laughs> Tobacco use, no, not sir. on the Chicago Bears. Not for the Nico Justin and Chris Fields. Bears. Grow up. Justin, search Nico and Chris. <laughs> if you want to be on the show and discuss this, maybe apologize. Um, maybe apologize. Come to the house. Hang out. Talk to us. Let us become best friends. Let us call you whenever we like. Let us go to your condo in Chicago. Let us hang out with your friends. Let us do things and tag along with you. Pick up the check all the time. Yes, let us drive your Chevrolet Silverado. Take us to Dunkin' Donuts to get us that yes, discount. G- give us some of the points that you have on that app, because I know you got points on that app. Justin, call the show. Justin, search Nico and Chris. We should start tagging him on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Anything else? Any final thoughts? <laughs> Hashtag truly blessed. Hashtag search Nico and Chris. <laughs> oh, we should. Justin, we love you. Hey, next week's Packers week, you guys. Fuck um, yeah. We really. I threw a middle finger up to nobody except for the Packers. Right. I'm doing two right now. <laughs> guys, I want to win this game so fucking bad. Right. So that that's my final. Let's uh, my final thought is fuck the pack. There you go. We'll see. Uh, we're gonna do a show if if uh, you know when the news starts coming out about you know Eberflus keeping his job. Getsy. We we will do bonus content because I, d- oh, I yeah. don't like that this show ends. It sucks. I wish the Bears played fifty two weeks out of the year. I know this is a fun show to do. Trust us. But not know, when they lose. Holy crap! Don't, don't listen to those early episodes this year. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. Especially listen to the ones after Taylor Swift started coming to the games. Because yeah. I think that is some of the best content we have done ever. I will say, if you Nico listen- had the joke of the entire run. <laughs> and I'm not going to say which episode. Go back and listen to every single one. But it's, it's post-Travis Kelsey. The episode so. where we did French accents when we were just impersonating <laughs> other people. Everybody so- just had a French accent. It didn't matter who it was. <laughs> 
Uh, that was probably one of the best. That that really that really um, cooled the cooled the anger from the loss down. But doing French accents for everybody's voice, every single person didn't matter who it was. And I'm glad you brought up Cole anger because I, I want to stress something you said early on in the season. Don't let this team ruin your day. Don't. No, really, seriously. Celebrate the wins, but if they lose, it's because they lose. Right. Shit happens. It's the national go football to work. League. Go to work Monday and hate your job. Put the hate towards what you really need to put it towards. Yes. Your job, your family. Your kids. Your kids. The goddamn Bills. Oh, America. And the, the Buffalo government. Bills, too. The goddamn Jets for never covering. Uh, Justin Fields for not picking my picking up my phone calls. <laughs> he'll call. He'll call back. You know, uh, T. Don Swift for not having that cup of Henny ready. Right. Whoever you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think that's good. Um, so for that, that was your hint to look mm-hmm. up the best joke of the season. Just keep listening for jokes. Go back and re-listen to every single every episode. episode. Yeah. So for that, that was the, the Nico and Chris Bears Post Game Wrap-Up Podcast Show featuring Nico and Chris. That was Nico. <laughs> that was Chris. Hey, Nico, bear down. <laughs> oh, yeah, but first, Chris, make sure to follow the show at NNT Bears Kiss on Instagram and uh, Twitter. Yes. <laughs> and where can they listen to the show? What should they search for? They should search for Nico and Chris on every podcast platform, <laughs> including Spotify and Apple Music, but never Potomatic. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, bear down. Yeah, bear. Oh, happy New Year, everybody. And Feliz Nuevos Años to all of our listeners, including Brian and Andrew. Oh, yeah, Andrew and uh, Gervitz. Yes, Adam, and I know you're Gino, listening. Gino, Gino listens to the show weekly. Gino, now. shout out to Gino. Uh, Dan Hampton. Uh, I know he's a listener. Right, if from jail. I believe Lawrence um, Holmes from 670 Score has stolen stuff from the show to use for the score. I have no proof of it, but he said the exact same things that I have also said. No, it's always happening. Yeah, they're stealing from us all the time, both stations. Um, uh, so I wonder if they're going to steal this. Yeah, do this on the broadcast, bitch. Put this on your broadcast. Yeah, bear down. Bear down.